Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome everyone to the PJ's cast. I'm your host Pierce. Joe alongside of my good pals Dylan and Jimmy. It seems like it's uh, been a while since all three of us have been together. So it's nice to be back with you boys. So you said that like three different times and it's all because, because my schedule is fucked and you two do, do so many of them together. But I'm, I'm alive today. So no, but it really does feel like a long time mm-hmm. since we've all three of us been together. So um, if I'm being completely honest, I have not watched really any hockey since the uh, news came out. I believe when me and Schmitty did the uh, podcast last Tuesday, we found out uh, the Jenner and Block um, investigation. But yeah, I think it was after that or the next day, like everything is just blanking together for me for time because I've been so busy. But uh, John, Doe, John Doe comes out as uh, uh, Kyle Beach comes out as John Doe. And, yeah. and it was, if you haven't watched the interview yet, I totally recommend watching it because you know it's it's really hard to watch but it's also it's a necessary watch 100 percent, and you know and in times like these we really see like people's true colors we've seen the nhl we've seen gary bettman bill daly donald fear what they're like the people in the blackhawks organization whether that's john mcdonough stan bowman joel quenville and then even it goes down the players like jonathan taze patrick kane and Dunkey Keith and so on and so on, but uh, the real hero is, and I feel like that kind of term gets used a smidge too much, but I feel in this case, Kyle Beach is such a huge hero for sexual assault survivors everywhere, so it's incredible to see that, and we always say hockey is an escape from kind of reality, and we, we can say that about most sports, but it's really, to me, it's been the opposite, like just going in just for everyday life has been better for me than watching hockey, because yeah, most of these players didn't had nothing to do with it, but it's just so hard to watch hockey right now with that on your mind that yeah. there are mostly people out there that don't don't want to do any change. I think it was uh Mark Shipman like came out with the press conference today and he says, I have the power to we have the power to change hockey or whatever and they didn't even fire Kevin Shevelday off. Are you kidding me? Joel Quenville got to coach for another game. And he didn't, didn't even fired. He resigned. Yeah, and didn't even answer questions. Like, if you're gonna, I mean, he shouldn't have been coaching. But if you're that gonna was... go out, if you can coach, then talk. You know, it just it shows the cowardice of everyone. My view on that 2010 team is just down in this and like down in the depths of hell right now. Like, I can never. Yeah. I'm sorry, I can never look at that 2010 team the same again. I, I honestly can't even look at that dynasty. because these guys kept silent for 11 years. So. Anyways, I don't want to get into any details about that. You you guys know our stance. Our stance is that we believe in survivors. We 
we support uh, Kyle Beach and also I think it's getting lost in this, but also John Doe too. Just the, 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 the press conference yesterday was disasters. Like I didn't even watch it, but I just reading the quotes on Twitter, you see like, we need more information to help out John Doe too. Like it was the Batman, right? Yeah, you might as well have just said it, fuck. You might as well have just said fuck survivors, honestly, and it would have done. It, it got the bad. same reaction. It, it was awful. It, it quite literally is Bat- Batman's best case of lawyer talk we've probably ever seen with him as commission. Like that dude danced around every single question he possibly could, and as bad as it sounds, I don't expect anything less from a slimy GM like him or not GM commission. Like it's Isn't- it starts at the top. Like, Wasn't he a lawyer before this? Yes, it was. Slimy. Yeah, that's, well, what, that's what I mean evident. by that. It's that's what I mean evident. by that. It's slimy mm-hmm. lawyer talk. It's bouncing around the question at every chance you get. It's whatever. It's like honestly, at this point, the NHL just keeps digging their grave, and it's fine. I'll just be a bystander. At this You're point. supposed to dig up, not down. <laughs> yeah, and... R two. We need to be going up, not down. <laughs> like, jeez. <laughs> oh, anyway. I'm sure you and McGregor could fix the NHL. I'll put him as commissioner. I have failed you, NHL. I have failed you. <laughs> but um, but again, there's it's it's hard right now. It's hard to be optimistic because we just see all these old white hockey men in charge, and you feel nothing is going to change. But again, people like Kyle Beach and John to do to our hearts with it, are with them. But we also see it in the NHL. We've seen players spoken out against it like we saw i just kind of want to talk about the boss ruins well we saw taylor hall with a really good mm-hmm. quote I, f- I forgot what he said but he said that like this the whole NHL the like, boys club yeah exactly the got these it's got you know there there is a essentially so there's like a boys club stink to it that it needs to be you know taken care of and that we can be better and you know it 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 wasn't even uh it wasn't even good for hockey it was just it was a good quote from anybody you know it and, but for the nhl that's as we know that's very uh um, very progressive. You don't hear anything like that. Yeah, very progressive yeah. for the NHL. So good on Taylor Hall for that. Um, I I can't thank him enough for actually like having. And by the way, I just need to drive this into the ground. That's a fucking leader. I've talked out. Oh, but Hall Jimmy, he's a locker room cancer, and Jonathan Taves is a world class leader. leader of all time. Yeah. yeah. And well, I've been I've been someone to question if he's a locker room cancer. I may I've said a million things in this podcast. I may have even said that he was at some point. You know, that I believed he was, but um, I I take back anything i've said about that because i don't think there's anybody who can be a true locker room can i feel like we got to redefine the word that. leader yes yeah. well here's the thing i think that we know what a leader is it's just that what happens behind the doors is completely different than what we know what was it that on and off the ice yeah what was it that antoine Roussel said he said that jonathan Taves is a great, great leader, leader on the ice but he's a what is it, a small person small human ice. being a small human being off the ice you know what i bet he's even smaller than me and that's saying something well maybe he's five five one yeah he's, the, the he's just on more, stilts the whole time wow what a liar the league needs more taylor halls for trees bergerons and Oh, oh really really the boston bruins like say what you want about them on the ice but no, just curious. i can't believe that in 2021 i'm saying we need more teams like the boston bruins yeah. in the nhl for the right character like five years now and <laughs> as good as they are man i just i've just never well here's the thing i was gonna That's say what annoys done. me is that there's that like like you know almost uh like toxic you know, big boy culture in Boston that kind of spins around, but I would, I will take a, you know, big boy culture bullshit over what the Hawks culture has been. Apparently any day I'll take that over at any day. 
So seriously, kudos to the Boston Bruins. Specifically uh, Patrice Bergeron and uh, Bruce Cassidy Bruce because Cassidy. they made that team, like that whole team sat together and watched the interview together. Like, again, we bring up, it seems like hockey is just full of rich old white men, but there's also people willing to make a change. So it is good to see stuff like that. Yeah. And you got to cling on to and support those people because again, like you just said, Pierce, there's not many of them. I think we really need to is an entire fan base fandom of hockey. I think we really need to um, like anybody who has the guts to speak up against this, we need to back them 110% because you're not, again, this is something where this is something that um well, we've seen it. It's going to get pushed under the rug if we don't do anything about it or oh, like, speak up about it. You know, if so, Rick like, literally, if Rick West had, if Rick West had Katie String and like Ben Pope, Mark Lazarus, and Scott Powers like didn't do their job, like this wouldn't be happening right now, and it sucks because they tried to cut Rick West head out of the interview with Ben. Yeah. It took LeBron bringing it up for him to even get a question. Like this is this is what this league mm-hmm. does. Like you said, they shove everything under They're the cowards. rug. They're cowards. It, they think this is like everything else in the media where if, at next after next week, no one's going to talk about this. No, 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 no. This, this is what I'm saying. Man. Everyone's, everyone's eyes are on the case. Don't let up. Every, and you know, guys like request and Katie Strang and the Chicago people are not going to let up. Mm-hmm. Nope. And that's the thing. Nobody don't fucking let up. I know it sounds dumb, but keep replying to like share articles share information if you're like a winnipeg everywhere. jets media member like if kevin like i know the gm kevin shabble they won't have many interviews but if there ever is like or hell even ask the coach paul maurice like what do you think about kevin shabble still being the general manager even though he enabled sexual assault you know mm-hmm. and i don't care how small a role he had in it you could like everyone's complicit in it i don't no, want to no, hear that there's shit. there's that and that's not even touching and we don't we won't talk about it we don't have to no or the fact that it's out there's there. a whole 110 page report or whatever it is we we wouldn't and we wouldn't be able to do it good enough as these people have but simply enough um shovel day off akeem aliu look it up um that happened the exact same season that yes the cold kyle this goes, this goes beyond the kyle beach situation with a lot of, of course, a lot of people were not going to hear about it because they aren't investigating into the Bill Peters situation the same way they were with uh, um, Kyle Beach and everything. Um, I think that has to do a lot with media pressure and, you know, fans pushing on this. But, um, yeah, um, Shevel Dayoff has his hands dirty for more reasons than one. Fuck that guy. That's all I have to say. I uh, kind of said it better myself. And you want to see more pressure from, like uh, – like more like the hockey insiders because again like Rick Westhead was doing most of the heavy lifting while well, a lot of them were silent. I don't want to call out any particular names, but you you you've seen a, like journalists apologize. Maybe I haven't done enough to help this case. Like okay, good, but now now you got to like you got to ask the the hard questions instead of asking oh what uh, instead of keeping your sources or having access to locker room. You know, like you gotta yeah. you gotta help out here. Anyways, um, again. Believe survivors, fuck abusers, enablers, all that. And the fact that I just need to say before we go, that's the biggest issue is that. And it's it's. How come he didn't report it eleven years later, like you know, or earlier? Like start on that. But the fact that journalists have to be fucking afraid to confront people who enabled sexual assault, that that that's. See, it's they're they're honestly, I'm gonna say this. They're part of the they're part of the problem. They're part of the the hockey club, you know. Like I gotta, yeah, I gotta be best friends with all of them, you know. Ooh, William Neal underscore this, everything. <laughs> okay, 
good. good thing. What if it was Mitch Marner though? Oh, that okay. Yeah, you know what? Let's transition into some positive shit. So you know, close. I think to close this off, like you said, Pierce, fuck abusers, believe survivors, and you know, or, yeah, honestly, and believe accusers. Like it starts at that. If someone has is like, if someone has the fucking guts to speak up about this and, and with this platform. All I'm saying is like the same people that are going to say, Oh, they're just seeking attention are going to be the one are also the same ones to say, how come they didn't report this like earlier? You know, exactly. That's hypocrisy. That is exactly why. So let's end that off there. Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. So the Toronto Maple Leafs are finally a bright spot in hockey. Am I right? Yeah. Finally being talked about. Oh, no, they finally, they finally get their due way, you know? Yeah. Um, shit. So, uh, well, I, I think, um, I don't know if we have this in the notes, but oh, it, um, uh, I just need to mention this VGK, baby, the, the, the Vegas golden Knights. I can't speak. Uh, what the fuck, man? They are missing like a whole starting line. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck? Yeah. I was going to say, cause I'm looking at their lineup tonight and, uh, uh, holy hell. Um, what the hell's going on in Vegas? a lot of injuries. They got Carlson out with a broken foot. Uh, yeah, like four to six Patrick weeks, I think Stone I saw. Got hurt and I think the yeah. second game of the year. Um, I think White Cloud's out a bit now, yeah. I want to say. Uh, and he just signed think, a long extension, too. Yeah, I think there's one more name. Like, when Nick Waugh's on your top line, you got some injuries. Yeah. No, I thought Brett Howen was on the top line. <laughs> he is. Oh, he's, he is he's the top go. center. Kenny's happy. Oh, no yeah, way. Say, first yeah, line center, Brett Howden. Very happy. That's incredible. Sorry, I just I have not. Okay, you talked about it, Pierce. I, I have not. I'm with you. I have not watched much. Oh, hockey. I haven't either. Like my <laughs> appetite for hockey has been oh shit stones right out. Now. Yeah. Oh oh oh. I, I you guys probably said that, and I just it just went through my ears. Yeah, and Patrick. Yeah, that's okay. That explains a lot. Jesus. Um. Uh. But like you said, Pierce. Um. Let's finally talk about the Maple Leafs because they have not been talked about. You know, nearly enough ever. Morgan no. Riley, Adam Fox extended. Uh, I want to hear Morgan that... Riley for you because mm. they got so much money tied up in what is it, five guys yeah. now that they have not won. It was with. four. Now it's five. Um, well, they shit. are doubling down, or one of them is going to get moved this offseason. And it isn't going to be Morgan Riley because you just signed him. How do you. Okay. I mean, this. The whole double down obviously depends oh, on... Oh, dude, they're not the even doubling down. They're, like, tripling, quadrupling down right now. What? I mean to say... Well, yeah, let's say tripling down. We could even say quintupling down with this fucking, you know, the five people they have signed. But, um, no, um, I, I think we just have to wait till the end of the season uh, and the playoffs to really... Wait for the playoffs, know, pass judgment. You know? <sighs> I, I think we have to wait to, to pass judgment on what you know if they're going to end up moving somebody in the offseason to uh you know because what they got five million dollars to sign like they got to resign campbell and then they got to resign a couple of other yeah. guys yeah i'm i'm of the belief that they should move somebody I, it, it would, but yeah they almost have to they almost fucking have to like i i, I don't it's tough because you have to sign riley that's your number one defenseman right now what are you gonna do let him fucking walk you're not going to get a good return for him back because teams know that you're in a shit situation, you know, moving this guy. Like, I'm sorry, there's, I don't see any way that you get back a guy of his value if you move him. Uh, so I think that there's no way he's getting, you know, he's not going to be the one moved. Um, so then it goes to the forwards. Who who do you move on forward? Um, Nylander, obviously. Scolium, Floatin, Lander. 
<laughs> Wait, what? Have you not heard that Squilliam Floatlander? Because he I just float, he floats around in the zone and does nothing because he's a lazy sweetie, oh, even though he's born yeah, in Calgary, he's Alberta. Bad. Oh, yeah, no, no, uh, he's bad. Yeah, I forgot he's bad. So, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Swilliam Floatlander, my bad. I said that wrong. Um, but, uh, yeah, again, I in yes, end of the season is when you can fully pass judgment. But if I'm a betting man now, um, I I think, oh, man, I hate saying this. I think it's going to be Swilliam Floatlander. Um, oh, duh! He's the only European of those. I five. I think that there's. I think like remember remember when Matthews after Game Seven when the reporters were asking you know about Marner getting traded and then yada yada. Which by the way, stupid. Was he like <laughs> we're not getting traded? You no, know, he said he's like he laughed and he said good luck with that. Oh that yeah, that's fucking, what it was. I knew he had. Like, I know he had like a laugh about it. Uh, so I'm just like <laughs> good luck. Pro- I'm sorry. Us. I mean, I'm sorry. That's a fucking problem. And. I don't, I I don't. Again, I don't know what happens behind closed doors. I don't. But like, holy shit, dude! But what is it with them having a, a hold on Kyle Dubas? Because this has been a fucking issue for a long time. What like, is we, it? We saw the, the bank of Kyle Dubas. The what? The bank of Kyle Dubas, as Steve Dangle would say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like, so I don't see him having the guts to go and move Marner in the off season. I'm sorry. Like, if Matthews can go and say stuff like that, I'm sorry. I just don't have confidence. That you know what I think of it? I thought I was, to. all I was thinking about when you said Matthews, like, ha, try getting rid of us. Like Austin Matthews, the mosquito in my room. Ha, try getting rid of us. That's <laughs> literally it. all I could think of. Is I think the title should be try getting rid of us because that's been the, fu- that has been, the, that could apply for so many things that we, we talk about, about boys so club. far. It's like yeah. it's like little boys club with these guys because it's not in the front office. It's literally these guys on this team that just seem to have a hold on him. Like, don't I don't get it. I really don't. But yeah. So what do I think? I like the deal. I think it's fine. I think it's a little bit too long, but that's what happens when you sign your number one defenseman. Um, money's money's fine especially with you know guys like jones and nurse getting nine and a half um and we'll get i hate to have on my team free you yeah that would suck um so uh yeah getting into the uh other oh i wanted uh, to, I wanted to talk side. about the maple Leafs. so they have oh wait i want to talk about them more i know exactly let's exactly. talk about the leaves are fun so oh, they, this is great so they only have like 6.2 million dollars going into next year like into the offseason, they got to re-sign Campbell, they got to re-sign Sandine and Lilligren, and they got to re-sign Kasher and Engvall if they want to do that, and then Jason Spetzer is going to take 700k anyway, so it doesn't matter. Pierce, I'm not joking, like, I don't even look at the Leafs cap shit throughout the uh, regular season, because I know it's just a goddamn mess, and I'm just going to have to deal with it, thinking about it in the offseason, like, this is... You're not so all overthinking their cap situation. They're going to be absolutely fine and won't have to trade anyone. You listen to what you just said they had to re-sign. Do you think Jack Campbell's getting more than like four mil? Maybe. Do you think Dude. anyone that you just mentioned is going to equate to $6 million total? No, not a chance. Jack and Campbell, yes. Dude. No. If Campbell has a good no. fucking season, that guy's getting more than four mil. Campbell has already gotten banged up. Like, it's – I need to see it for a full 82-game season. I'm sorry. Like, this is – this is not a problem right now, guys. This is not a problem. They got their entire core is basically locked in right now. All the guys they have money in right now, Matthews, Marner, Nylander, Tavares, 
Riley, Brody, Muzzin, and then they got Mrazic, I think, in with the with money in goal. That's where you Sorry, want your money fuck. to be. <laughs> I'm sorry, no, I just remember the Muslim tweet from Vesatoskala. Go on. Sorry. I'm fucking, I'm sorry. That's just, God damn it. I'll show you. I, I mean, I'm just saying they, they got their guys. You fill around that and you, there's very easy ways to fill around that. I feel like, and they still have prospects coming up. I, if anyone thinks San Diego and Lilligren are going to get more than what they're making right now, you're. Oh, mad. I'm not worried about, I'm not saying was, like they're going to be, but like, it's going to be close. I don't think Sandy and Lilligren are who I'm worried about, honestly. Because, like, we saw what they did with Kaplan and Yonson. That'll be the only thing. That'll be the Forward only thing. Wait, Pierce. Wait, Pierce. What was his first name? And his last name together? I actually, I, I've heard Kerfoot, but I, I forget his Forward name. Forward Alexander Pierce. Kerfoot. Yeah, I think that's what he is. Oh, dude, you know what would be funny, honestly, is I was expecting him to go to the Seattle crack in this offseason. I actually saw a video of him being drafted. I don't know how that didn't happen. Crackjack? Yeah, it was it was a crack check. Uh, whatever, weird. Went to the crack weird, house? weird coincidence. Crack house. Crack check. <laughs> okay, um, Adam Fox <laughs> extension. Best defensive contract that has been given out all offseason. Running on vegetable oil. Only thing that I, the only thing with Adam Fox that I didn't like is that he didn't get an eight year. I was going to say it's not eight years. That's all I'm, it is. Like, the only I, thing I'm pissed about is that my man didn't get 10 mil like he deserved. I mean, holy shit. Dude. Yeah, him and McAvoy. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah, those oh. two contracts are probably like, doesn't get better than that. And from what it looks like, Adam Fox is even better this year than he was last year, which is good. Which is saying about. something because he won a Norris last year. Yeah, oh, yep. Pierce, I feel like bringing this up, this is very important. Um, I was watching NHL Network the other day. And oh, my yes. mom saw, yeah, she saw Charlie McAvoy, and she looks at me, and she goes, oh, he looks like he could work for Geek Squad. And then Thomas Shabbat <laughs> pops up, and she goes, oh, and he'd be the manager. Wow. <laughs> so for anybody um, that uh, needs that mental image in their head. Uh, sorry, sorry. More important things. Um, yes, Adam Fox. Uh, sorry, <laughs> Charlie All McAvoy. Right. I, well, how much did McAvoy get this offseason? Nine and a half. Nine and a half. It's the number, man. Seth Jones. Yeah, set that's the not. Yeah, I was gonna say Seth Jones for better Literally or for set worse. The set the market. Hey, Seth the market. Listen, I'm just a quick note on Seth. Seth's doing exactly what we all thought he was gonna do. He's got eight points, and all of them are on the power. We right we caught that. We called this. Sorry, we called this right before the season. But that's besides the point. He's no Adam Fox, who is about as complete of a defenseman as you can get. No, and Adam Fox and Charlie know, McAvoy are just. Mm. I, I don't know if you guys watched yeah. the. Well, obviously, you guys haven't kept up with hockey much, but he had a, like the day before he signed that contract. He had a fantastic game-winning goal against the Kraken, just walking oh. right across the slot, roofs it on Grubauer, like. From like probably fifty feet out, it was about as perfect as hard, perfect wrist shot. Like he he's got all the tools you need for a number one defenseman. And I just the Rangers got a very nice decor locked up. I know Truba hasn't been as good as he was in the past, but I mean they got him, they got Lindgren, they got Keandre Miller, they got a couple of young guys. He was Lundqvist. Yeah, looks like he's sixteen, dude. That guy is so young. I saw that he was. I saw that he was scratched for Jared Tenorti the other night. I did see that. Because he's big, bro. Can't <laughs> teach that. Right. Can't mm-hmm. teach it. He's six foot seven every time he steps on the ice. Which speaking, which speaking of which, uh, a tall defenseman signed with Chicago Blackhawks. Now, again, I, I've said this already. Not that it matters, but I'm not really cheering for the Blackhawks right now. I'm more so cheering for the individuals. So, Louis Cravier mm-hmm. got a uh, ELC. You're following the team. You're following the team. Exactly. You're watching. I'm not yes. cheering for them. Especially. I'm definitely not watching, but I'm just an objective viewer, really. Um, 
But no, it was it was it was cool to see him get a contract. He's a seventh round pick. He was an overager when he got selected. He's six foot eight. Mm-hmm. He, he has an intriguing skill set. He can skate pretty well for his size, and he can move the puck. So it, it's as good as it can get for like a seventh round pick. You know, I don't know if he's going to make the NHL, oh, yeah, but he's yeah. certainly a good bet. So it's it's good to see him. If he plays any NHL minutes and is even effective, like you got to have a seventh round pick. Good job. Yeah, no, you got someone. Yeah, you got someone in the seventh round that play an NHL game. And uh, I mean, I, I didn't get to see him play, but yeah, he um, did. Scott Powers said he uh, looked pretty good. So, mm-hmm. um, yes. specifically on like the Scott rookie Powers, camp. So. Yeah, I can attest yeah. to that when I watched the rookie tournament. Um, mm-hmm. The first, at least the first game, Louis Crevier was extremely noticeable in that back end. A little more like noticeable in a good way, not like noticeable. How you of course, want. he's noticeable. He's six eight. You can never not see him. Can't teach that. You notice that every time he steps out on the ice. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. Wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, did he not? He he was with the Ice Hogs and then got sent down to the. Who is he playing Q. with now? He's playing the yeah, he's with down the Q. Shakuta with me, I believe. What? Ramparts? I have no idea. I think it was. The, I guess it doesn't matter, but um, yeah, shit, good signing. Like that signing. Oh, he was playing with the ramparts. He was playing with Shakutami. That makes sense. Anyways, okay. um, speaking of AHL, I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> and I just want to say, just want to say, you as a noted Leafs fan, I did say to people that Cole Caulfield was not going to score a bunch of fucking goals this year. Hey, no, Trevor Zegers said he was going to get forty goals this year. <laughs> did he actually? Yeah, he did. It's well, Trevor Zegers gets a pass because he's Trevor Zegers, but. That is true. Um, yeah. Um, honestly, that's probably good talk about for Montreal. Want to talk about Montreal because, um, holy shit, uh, what a disaster! I mean, I, I, I think, think I could... saw something there, and they're 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 after their worst start since like World War Two, <laughs> when they were six teams. That's a way to fucking say it. <laughs> we haven't fucked up this bad since Hitler. Holy shit! <laughs> like it's been eighty years. I'm pretty sure. Jesus, that puts it into perspective. Um, um, I, I'm, for, I for one, I'm okay with them sending Caulfield down. He, oh, so it's he, better he, for him he, to play he, down there. Yeah, he's oh, your yeah. number one prospect. The last thing you can do is kill this kid's confidence. But just a complete side note: at every single freaking delusional Habs fan that I had to listen to say Caulfield was already better than DeBrinket. This is what I'm saying. I want apologies and thank you notes from all you Jack. I want a gift back. <laughs> I want a bouquet of flowers. I want all of that. Mm-mm-mm. I cannot I want... believe these delusional fans are saying after five playoff goals, he's better than break. <laughs> I need y'all to pipe. You heard Stephen A. Smith would say, pump the damn brakes. <laughs> Stay off the weed. Stay off the weed. Like, people were, like, I remember in the offseason, people were arguing redrafts. So they're like, oh, Caulfield will go top three. Caulfield would like, go ahead of Kirby Dak. <laughs> Jack Hughes and everything. Like, what was it? What was it? Russ they said was... he would go ahead of Kako. It's like, what? No. Rasmus Sandin would go in the top five redraft of 2018. <laughs> Remember that was a thing? Stop. Stop. You know, stop. Rasmus Sandin is actually better than Adam Boquist. Rasmus Sandin is better, is better than Rasmus Dahlin. The better Rasmus oh, in my mind. God, I can't Shut the fuck up. Leave it to Leafs and Habs fans to just like, you know. Sets fans hey. don't even overrate their prospects like this. Canucks fans don't do this. Like, Jets fans don't do this. It's only Leafs and Habs fans that overrate their mm-hmm. prospects so much. Like, I feel like the Hawks are doing an extent, but not like that. 
Like, oh, no. Hawks there's no. I like, still think Nick Robertson could come up and score 30 points. He got called up. I promise you. I'm like, fucking pissed, dude. I got his rookie card. Injury, though. I got his I rookie know. card but before last team. season. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this dude's going to pop 20 goals. He's going to be great. This is going to get, it was like $15 value when I got it. Okay. And then what, didn't he get injured last year? Card. No, he I'm pretty sure he's injured right now. Down. He got injured again. Yeah, did he's, you know, he didn't make the team. He got injured last year. And then this year, he just got sent down. Yep. Almost. It's so funny because I didn't even know who his brother was until last season and now his brother is exponentially better than I always probably his brother. I always thought I always got the Robertsons mixed up honestly. I always thought Nick well, one's a defenseman, was the so. one on Dallas and Ha 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 now you should milk that forever, Jimmy. That'd be funny, I think. Uh, you think so? Think so. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But right. Cole Caulfield, yeah, I think it's way better for him to do in the HL. You look at that team right now. Who, like Suzuki, I think just got his first goal tonight. I saw he did. He had a couple of points. There was a, uh, it was a uh, Jack Hahn and Jay Fresh were having a uh, a space about it, and they were talking about how uh, this is actually um how the Habs suck. Yeah, but yeah. information about this, and uh, and I believe it was Jay Fresh had mentioned how Suzuki has basically been a low event defense only player. The, the first whatever you know nine ten games of the season so far and obviously you know it's great that he's that responsible defensively I think that if he gets things in the right direction in the next two three years he could be in the run for a Selkie he's that good um but yeah what one one two three points in his first 10 games like it they, they made a good point you're seeing what um what losing to no does to your team I don't understand why this hasn't been talked about enough no, they lost like, one of the best defensive centers. They lost to Tar too. Like the, a lot of people yeah, well, don't think of that because he didn't play in the playoffs. But like he was a big part of getting them into the mm-hmm. postseason because like that no, line of Tatar, Dano, and Gallagher, guys. like they just drove the fuck out of possession. Like it was almost close. To, it was like high fifties, mm-hmm. almost sixties. Seriously, and the, and and that's gone. And like I think a lot of people but, are kind of overseeing how much of like Price and Weber have an impact on the ice, but definitely off the ice. That's gotta hurt that locker. I also, yeah, your leadership's gone. At that I forgot Price and, is gone too. Yeah, yeah, Shit. they're banged up. They lost Cock and Miami, and like I get they got Dvorak, but that's that's not good enough. Not Jake good Evans enough. is your number three center. It's not good. Enough. Oh, it's just it's a fourth at best. Yeah, you, like you just go look at Montreal's forward core and top to bottom, you just go that that's not good enough to even win at a regular level in the NHL anymore. Like I would take Ottawa's forward core over them right now. Honestly. I feel like Ottawa's forget matchups. I was gonna say Ottawa just tied awesome. the game. I'm looking at awesome. the scores right now, and the uh, fly the Flyers are leading one nothing on Arizona. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, yeah. I want the Coyotes to get their first win. Come on. Oh yeah, my friend Gabby is at the game right now, and she is. Oh my god, that would be so shit. funny. It's bad. The Rasmus Ristolainen masterclass, baby. <laughs> Yeah, we talk about the Canadians, but they're fine. They're beating the Red Wings, something the Blackhawks couldn't do. Shane Goss Bears having his revenge game, boys. Look out, man. <laughs> oh I'm out for revenge, boys. I'm going to get blown back yeah, only two times blood. tonight. Okay. <laughs> that was the most beautiful, awkward silence. Everyone, like, just life. perfect stop. But, yeah, <laughs> I just have to, like, drive in. I don't think people like. How do Montreal fans not know what matchups are? Like, because like, dude, Deneau took away everything that that team needed to worry about. You and took everything away Coffey. from me. I don't even know who you are. All I have left is Spider Man. Mm-hmm. 
Oh my gosh. I love Spider-Man! Spider-Man. <laughs> How's the pie? So, <laughs> so good. So okay. good. <laughs> oh. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, I lost my notes. Oh, no. I haven't... I can't talk to you guys without notes. I've never... I, also, I don't even I have know, a friendship. No, yeah, you we, have to do an hour, we have to do an hour prepping for notes. And then, yeah, I charge yeah. you $150. Yeah, it's, yeah. send me your Venmo's, by the way. Yeah, we got to charge. Let's go. <laughs> we all pay each other $150. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> <so crazy. laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, I didn't know we were rich people paying our taxes. <laughs> Have you I, seen the video? It's like Gus Fring. He's holding his like flip phone. It's like, hello, sir, you haven't paid your taxes in 12. And he just like breaks the flip phone in half. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I just want, I just wanted to make a couple of notes since I know you guys aren't watching the games anymore. I want to talk about some of the Yeah, we don't watch the games. We only do yeah. the graphs. Yeah, now 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 Dylan, we're becoming full graphs boys because now we're just like them. We don't watch well, any of the games. I live in my mother's basement, so I got that part down. Dude. We're on yeah, our way, Jimmy. Let's say Dylan's not in a basement. See, that's why he's smarter than us, because he sees yeah. the games and he doesn't need the graphs. He gets sunlight. Oh that's why. <laughs> he touches grass. So. <laughs> yeah, see, Pierce, that's the thing, Pierce. You and I, when we go to work, we specifically step away from the grass. Yeah. We got to keep ourselves intact because if we do that, then we have to, oh, then we're going to have to work, you know, and like be regular. You got to put in effort. Know? We got to contribute to society. No, yeah, you. Do that. No, we live don't, ca- don't catch me doing that. Yeah. That's all we do. Oh, I don't want to go to the last part of these notes. Fuck this. Why? Look. Oh, oh. Yeah, what's wrong oh, with yeah. it? What's I wrong love with how it? you, yeah. Not even the other two. Not even. Fuck you, dude. You know what? <laughs> Get fucked. Get fucked. We all. Hey, man. Let I me just... read. No, no. Pierce, you don't get to talk. Let me read this off. Whoa. All right. Frederick Anderson. Frederick Anderson named third star of October. Well, I didn't think you'd have a problem with that. Why are you getting so so up in arms about it? Pierce, who's looking? Like, just keep a straight face. Please. Yeah. Okay. Sen's got the lead, by the way. Whoa, my Sen's. Let's go okay. against the Y. <laughs> I want you to at least like suffer some awkwardness or something. Like, I, anyways, fine. Frederick Anderson named third star of October. What do you have to say, Pierce? What is, is this? How, is this how you get your sick kicks? <laughs> yes. What? It's just an ordinary. Oh my goodness! Spider-Man! <laughs> <laughs> this is how I get my sick kicks because I'm sick of every Leafs fan trying to tell me Frederick Anderson was washed. And it's just like, mm, I don't know about that. We did. You know, know, he was washed last year. Oh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to talk about it. It was washed, as a matter of fact. <laughs> I, man. I how, I defended him for so long, and then like near the end of the year, I'm like, you know what? Maybe Anderson's kind of like maybe he's just washed and bad. Uh, you know what? Whatever, it happens. <laughs> hey, in fact, <sighs> was playing in front of that, playing or behind that Carolina defense does definitely help, but um, nobody goes and does that. You know, what is he seven and zero? Willy nilly. I'm pretty sure he's a say. he's a few wins away from like breaking Jack Campbell's record most wins to start a season. I'm pretty sure oh. something like that. What happened to October Freddy, guys? What happened? Mm, I thought he was fuck. bad in October. <laughs> it's almost like the leaves are bad in October. Fuck oh, me. man. Good thing they're not bad in other months, so that's that's good for them. They don't have to worry about that anyways. Okay, hold Definitely up. I'm not gonna just... spring or anything, right? No. No, no. So, Pierce, do you have anything meaningful to add besides trolling the fuck out of me with this? Because I'd love to hear Whoa. it. Oh, all right. Oh, uh, no. 
other than than the like oh. McDavid. <laughs> I, for, I forgot that he was drafted by Carolina too because I just looked. That's <laughs> I just, right. I looked up. He was Chris originally Anderson. drafted by Carolina, and then I think he went and redrafted to Anaheim, and then he played in Anaheim, then he got traded to Toronto. Then, he got redrafted. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Jesus, that's the most Anderson thing ever is <laughs> to get redrafted and then have success, then get killed by a small human being, and then go to the Maple Leafs. Die again, and then go to Carolina and have a seven and zero start, or whatever the f- fuck he's having. I now just got what you meant by yeah, small human. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, what does he mean? Did like a seven and zero? He still hasn't lost. Did oh, like Nathan? Shit. I was gonna say, did Nathan Gerby like run him over or something and give him a concussion? I'm like, Jimmy, oh, no, I beat the awesome. shit out of him, dude. You know that, right? <laughs> They're going nine dude, dude, I kicked his ass. He, come on, dude. You don't know about this. So um, McDavid and Ovechkin were also like I think it was one and two, and they're, those they're, guys they're, they're ridiculous. Oh, just those uh, those uh, dude. How many times do we have this like conversation of not not saying that Ovechkin's washed or this or that, but just saying maybe he's you know taking a little bit of a step back. Yeah. Maybe he's at the forty goals a year point. You know, like he's still Ovechkin, but you know, no, it doesn't. It nine doesn't goals, nine them. games. How many goals? Nine goals, nine games. <laughs> Dude. He has a point in every game to start the season until last night. He's gr- – dude, like, <laughs> I'm sorry. 739 career goals, by the way. I-, I love him so much, dude, because every every year he just does something different. I believe he is 165 – I think, away from the all-time record. He's, like he's going to get it. He's going to get oh, it. Oh, if he gives it up, yeah, he is. He's going to get it. I'm sorry. He's going to get it. Like, Russian I'm machine saying never that breaks, now, baby. And I, I'm totally fine. I think what now. gets lost a lot, not only the COVID, but the, in the half season, but when he got drafted, the next year was the lockout. No. So he was a year late. So he could have had like maybe potentially two full seasons right there where he could have scored like, let's say a hundred goals in those game. And he'd be like right by the record. You could say that with a handful of players. Cindy that is true. Yeah. He basically missed the calendar year. Yeah. Yeah. Like I saw, Sydney some, Crosby, I, yeah. that's like that's still my favorite stat ever. They show the stat of Sidney Crosby played 82 games a season every season since he's been in the league, and it's just goofy. And same goes for Ovechkin. Like you said, Ovechkin would probably be what like a, less than 100 probably behind him. Oh yeah, he took away one of his prime years. That's for sure. Because when he got in the league, he was a menace. Yeah. And they, <laughs> Just if he didn't be, miss all those games to walk out in COVID, like he'd be at 800 right now. I was going to say, he's been, he's been, he's played through three shortened seasons as well. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's fucked. By the way, two exciting things just happened. Well, the, one the, sad. The um, well, actually, both are sad. So the first one, uh, Flyers scored. So, uh, no. Yeah. Now, two nothing with two minutes left. Yeah, hey, we saw it was winning. Louis Erickson shot on goal. Luke Erickson shot on goal. So uh, maybe that – no, that's actually pretty exciting. The sad thing is it didn't go in. The exciting uh, thing is that Louis Erickson – Why did goal, Carter so. Fart stop it? <laughs> oh, dude, or whoever's playing. Harsh, but yes, yeah. he did. Today, Carter Hartford. <laughs> or, or, sorry, Fartin Jones. <laughs> yeah, that um, – that's not funny. I will, I will leave right now. <sighs> What All is right. it? What is that? And there's the hook, and there goes the curtains. Something. <laughs> there goes the curtains. <laughs> well, quite literally, what's happening here? With I just got, I just got. I'm on their play by play. I just got shot missed by Anton Strahlman, <laughs> <laughs> and he misses by a mile. Oh, CC with a shot, and he misses the net by a mile. 
Oh, well, I'll just tie it up in the sends. You're sending. No! Not winning Everything. any more years. No, come on, man. This is just awful right now. I think we should end the podcast right now. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> I want to, again, I just want to say congratulations to Mark Andre Fleur because he got his first yes. win as a Blackhawk. That's awesome to see for him, especially when you saw the quotes after the St. Louis game when they lost one nothing, and he pretty much stood on his head that whole game and almost won them that. And yeah. And, Shit, this even goes back to the, the the Islanders game me and Schmitty were at, where you see him behind the net, the puck comes near him, and he just slams it as hard. He just as he isn't can. himself. Like, yeah, and he's the kind of guy, and uh, he's the guy. Um, and, he's a uh, guy. And I've we, we've all known he wears his heart in his sleeve, but to see him, uh, he always has a smile on his face. Well, the thing is. The thing is that sometimes you can you see that kind of get pushed away. Like you know, when you wear your heart in your sleeve, it goes both ways. And you know, we've seen him just it is almost his lowest. Like this is probably the most he struggled for a a good minute. This is rookie year. Yeah, Yeah. he's constantly been on good teams. Yeah, and so um, you really saw it get to him. But like you said, stood on his game against the Blues. Um, I think like, but the, what I want to get to is the best fucking thing is like, look at his, look at how happy that man is. Yeah. Like, he got the gorilla the off his back. So yeah. Was it, you want to, you want to re, uh, read the quote or uh, mention? Yeah. So before we get to, right? before we get to that, like the quotes from that, that St. Louis game, he was like really deject, dejected. And then you see Pittsburgh Penguins writers jump in and say, he's never like this. Like he's always yeah. happy. Has a smile again. Has a huge smile on his face always. So that was of very course, different. I know. From, I know people who um uh, very much like um uh, Andre Fleury. Um, who who fucking doesn't man? Possible. Um, who were texting me saying, "Yeah, like please stop ruining him. He's so he's not happy." You think I wanted this to happen? <laughs> <laughs> I felt so bad. I'm like, I I wish he could go back to Vegas or just. Maybe not Vegas right now, but just fuck even Pittsburgh, man. Be God, most any other team, honestly, yeah. he probably wouldn't have felt like this. But um, Dude, go to Buffalo. <laughs> but Pierce, yeah, what was the um you you mentioned uh, the quote? From, oh yeah, and then they the they won last night. Uh, congratulations to Brandon Hangel getting two goals. So yeah, congratulations uh, to the only Blackhawks goal scorer last night. That's awesome. Yeah, but, uh, good thing they won two to one. Yeah, but um, yeah, he they had asked him if he you know hot feels to get the monkey off the back, and he it was nice. he said he's like. Uh, more of a gorilla. It's more of a gorilla, yeah. Yeah, and he said it with the biggest smile on his face again. Yeah, I, I, someone sent me a picture of it. Um, he, he looks so goddamn happy. It's, it, I'm listen, so glad. I'm, I'm so, so on the Hawks, obviously, right now. But there's nobody I'm cheering more for. Uh, I'm not. I can't cheer for that I'm, franchise. But like seeing, flurry, like dude. seeing Flurry flourish, seeing uh, Brennan so Hangel get two goals. Yeah, yeah. I didn't mean it's, to do that. You gotta say that's that's very unlike you to not let me know that you said that. No, I, I didn't even mean to do that. <laughs> Gonna be honest, that one time I did not mean to do it. But anyways, yeah, it was it was nice to to see that at least. Do a little partake in some tomfoolery. <laughs> we participate. Oh, one for nothing. We're all happy, right? Oh, wow. We're all happy for the Leafs. Who was in that? Cheering for the Leafs, right? Yeah. Crickets. And there's okay. the curtains. No. <laughs> okay. Jack Campbell on his way to making six mil. Can't wait. <laughs> no, but I did watch. I did watch the Oilers game last night, and they beat Seattle. So, Duncan Keith got a goal, by the way. <sighs> so, <laughs> my brother tells me he's like, "Yo, look at Keith's goal. It's one of the most terrible goals I've ever seen him score." And I'm like, "Yeah." And then he got like, and then he like fell crazy. down while trying to defend a zone entry. So, that's that sounds like 
Duncan Keith, I know. Um, yeah, shit. Yeah, the Oilers are se- seven one and zero. Oh, and uh, wait, believe- stop! Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! Pause. What? You heard what? me? The Oilers are seven one and zero. Oh. Stop, man! I really need to. Like, I know I've. I have been behind, but I knew the Oilers were doing well. Yeah, see, that's like, wow, holy shit. The Panthers are still undefeated, which I'm not. Calgary's um, 6-1-1. Boy, was I wrong about them, at least so far. Uh, yeah, holy shit. Were a lot of us wrong about them. It's Blake. It's a Blake Coleman effect, dude. No, it's the Daryl Sutter effect. No, 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 no. It's the Nikita Zadorov effect. And uh, Erica Branson. Yeah. <laughs> All three of those. That is Sutter, Zadorov, and Branson. Just the most, like hard-nosed trio in the world. That's exactly what that team needed. It's so funny that Dreisel didn't even get like part of the three stars of the month because he has the same amount of points as McDavid. I think he had like three or four points last night. He's stupid. Hunter McWhatever. We'll take the Sam. We'll take this Leon Dreisaitl kid. (laughs) Yeah, Sam. I don't know. You guys have anything else to add or we can uh, wrap this up here? Um... I don't have much else to say besides I, man, we're, how wrong were all of us about these standing blues six one and oh that like, my Blackhawks take age like five milk. I was skeptical about putting them in the playoffs, but I'm like, hey, maybe I'll ride the optimism and put them in fifth. But dude, remember when I said like I was like, oh, there's I can't see this team not missing the playoffs with this roster and how solid it looks. Yeah, no, <laughs> that ooh, that age like milk in the sun, baby, uh, chunky clumpy milk. Yeah, but at least, but at least the Leafs have success, guys. As we're all very excited to talk about. So, ending it on that note, Pierce. Uh, uh, no, mm-hmm. Oilers. Seven one zero. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. <laughs> Um, again, it's been kind of like not just hockey, but also just real life stuff. It's been busy, but uh, hopefully we can get uh, back into the routine of recording and actually having all three of us. So uh, thank you all for tuning in. More positive things to talk about, hopefully. Yeah, definitely. Um, and again, once again, like we're with Kyle Beach, we're with John Doe too. We're with all survivors. So yeah, just to reiterate that point again. So uh, thank you everyone for tuning in and enjoy the rest of your Tuesday night. Peace out, y'all.